Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! 
Come on, James. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? Huh? Coffee, obviously. Yeah? Yeah, what? God. Are they writing words on those yeah. cups now? So it goes... You're at this level. It says almost, uh-huh. almost, almost, and then ready to go oh at the bottom. That is some basic white girl shit right there. Oh, yes. Don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. Where, where does one get? But first, oh, yeah. coffee. Yeah. What, 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 where does one get that? Uh, I got it in a big pack. It doesn't come at Mom Store USA or White Girls Inc. Oh, BB and B. Yeah. BB and B. I just assumed that there was a section for like basic white girl shit. I think there should be where it's got Pinterest quotes and things like that on it. I think um, there is. It's called Hobby Lobby. Is it? Yeah. I've never seen cups with like personalized styrofoam cups with words on them. <laughs> That says almost, almost, almost. Yeah, you're not in the right section. Gone. Yeah, no, no. I've never been there. Mm-hmm. Never been there. Probably we will never go there. Mm-hmm. Got a weird question for you to start the show. Right before we came on air, I saw a really weird story. Okay. Kansas wants to eliminate daylight savings time. I'm in. I am too. Like, strangely enough, when I read it, I was like, ah, yeah, fucking A, this makes sense. I mean, there are still farmers in the world, and that's what it's for. But. They can deal. Well, it's for them, so they don't have to use electricity and all that shit. Like, right. Uh, so, so they're still like around. I think it would be more helpful to the farmers. It's more helpful to the, the farmers to have more sun, right? Well, that's what that's what the daylight savings is for. So you're saving the daylight. Yeah, but as you're, far you're, as you're like actually the not. Hours. You're actually really not at the end of the day. It just starts earlier, so it's like, yeah, what's the fucking deal? Me personally, I just like, I like it that it's like light out till eight. Then it feels like nighttime at eight where I'm like, all right, cool. I can get into the groove of shit. When it's dark at five, I feel lazier. I feel like I want a big pot of chili at like 530 and I'm like, all right, cool. Should I kick back now because it's 630 and I'm ready for for sleep or what? Like, what, what do I do here this early in the day when it's this dark? I'm good with it. Moms are good with it because uh, you can put your kids to bed earlier yeah. and still have a life. I was thinking about those countries where it, you know, the sun, I, it, fuck, even Alaska is like this, I think, um, where, where the sun is up 24 hours a day or it's mm-hmm. dark 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd go dark 24 hours a day. Sure. I would not go sunny 24 hours a day. That's not, that's not something I would get down on. I've always wanted to go to Reykjavik for New Year's in Iceland. Oh, yeah, dude. Have you heard about Reykjavik? Yes. Everybody says it goes off and it is the ultimate New Year's Eve destination. I mean, obviously not for kids, but it's, no. it's dark, so they party for like seven days straight. And yeah. it's real an- like absinthe, not the bullshit kind you're getting at your ABC store down the street. Mm-hmm. And it's just fucking MDMA and partying in chaos. Like... I heard the guys down there are pretty aggressive. Really? They do this thing where they like snap in your face. Uh And that's like their, hey girl, kind of like trying to talk to you, like hollering at you. Snapping in your face? Yeah. Huh. So it's just like a really, you know, blonde, blue-eyed. Yeah. 
Scandinavian Nordic Nordic type guy just like snapping in your face snapping in your face and that means like hey what's up there's so many hot women over there I don't understand why you need to snap in somebody's face like you could it's fish in a fucking barrel over there what do you care what are you snapping in people's faces small town is it yeah Reykjavik I've I've never been yeah Uh, I I hate the name drop but uh, I'm going to anyways Jack Osborne Mm-hmm. was the one he keeps saying go to Reykjavik mm-hmm. he's like bro it is the best let's get the fuck out of here and go to Reykjavik yeah. he said that like three times and I'm like man how great is it and he's like he's you like have natural, no idea how great it is natural mud spas where you like all of it yeah, yeah. everybody's beautiful mm-hmm. thin I don't Blonde. I don't I don't know why yeah I don't I don't yeah. know what goes down in Reykjavik but I'd like to go to New Year's there and check it out yeah really throw down you know by yourself or yeah maybe you stay you home want... this year yeah 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 maybe let me check that and out I my just, friends like, I taught you a new yeah a so new a new just... I'm snapping people's faces mm-hmm. hey 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 yes it's like that give me some wine hey I want some wine yep yeah that's uh I'm down I'm down for not having any more of this bullshit of let's let's go full year round yeah let's go like the the fall back spring forward i hate changing the clocks i don't want to do that anymore i'm done with that there's always one that's fucked up for the entire year and Mm. i just leave it for six months right it's usually just like add the hour yeah like oh but that one's an hour yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. and it's usually in my car or on a microwave you know, where I'm just like, I'm not fucking going through that. I don't know where that manual is from that microwave I bought eight years ago. Right. I'm not bothering with the, all of that shit to change the microwave clock. I'll wait six months. I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's where I'm at in my life. That's cool. So when I saw that in Kansas, I was like, fuck, man, these guys are living in 2030. And the rest of us are, you know, fucking cave people, essentially. Who, who did that? Somebody drew on a fucking wall that we're going to save an hour. Farmers. Oh, let's save an hour. I don't know that the farmers did it. I think that's the deal. You know what? I'm going to go on FarmersOnly.com today and find out. Find out. Yeah. Because they all know. Yeah. And, and you know what? You don't have to be lonely. I wonder if that's their new year. On FarmersOnly.com. Like, hey, what are you doing oh, tonight? Day- oh, it's daylight. Yeah, like, hey, what are, you, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> We're getting the hour back. Let's fuck in a tractor. Fuck tough in a tractor. What's the fuck tough thing? Song I wrote. I wrote a song oh. called Fuck Tough. I don't know if it'll ever get made, but it probably will, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Why not? It's you called, can just uh, make it. It's called Breathe Hard and Fuck Tough. Breathe Hard. It's, a, it's an 80s power ballad in the style of Bon Jovi. Yeah. I love a little Jovi power ballad. It's yeah. my life. Yeah, kind of, I mean, more, more or less more. on the, uh, the young gun side of things, not, oh. not the mom side of things. Where, you know, <laughs> it's, it's my life. What a bunch of divorcees. Yeah, a bunch of divorcees signing papers. <laughs> yeah, more of like sing a lot wanted episode. dead or alive, like that. Wanted. <laughs> yeah. You gotta breathe hard and fuck tough. <laughs> hold my hand, baby, fuck tough. Yeah. Watch you hold my hand, baby, fuck tough. Yeah. You can turn around and do some butt stuff. You know, like that's what I want to, I want a power ballad about just a guy who just wants to fuck tough, you know? Mm-hmm. Just an old school 
gentleman who wants to breathe hard and fuck tough. I get it. I Hold my hand, gist. baby, fuck tough. I have got the gist for sure. Either way, I think that song, it's not really tough, a needs to happen. It's not really a complicated tune. There's a lot of you know uh, I mean? complicated medleys in it, though. Because there's a breakdown and then clap, like overhead claps, like stadium claps is what I call. Mm-hmm. That's going to be in that song. Um, I think it'd be, it'd be co- it could become, I want to jinx it. It could become an anthem. Right. You know, stadiums. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of college football games. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. A lot of people are making songs just for that. A lot of chads and brads, mm-hmm. you know? They would love it. Yeah, squeeze my hand and baby fuck too. They would really love it. And you'd have to start off with an opener of like, you know, some sincere like dedication. That's what they used to do, you know? Remember those? Did you ever go to any of those concerts like growing up like Poison or Bon Jovi Mm -hmm. or any of that shit? Mm, I have gone to a Scorpions concert. All right. Yeah. So uh, you're, you're getting in the... In the in the ballpark in of the it, ballpark. in the spirit of it, if you yeah, will, yeah, I think rap. It, it usually it's so that a ballad usually breaks out in the middle of one of those shows, like after just a hard rocking fucking drum solo song, where just everybody's exhausted and it's just like, no, oh, this song, and the, you know it's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. This song goes out to everybody out there who's just trying to fuck tough tonight. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got I it, see it. you out there. Yeah. Yeah, Springfield. It's for everybody in Springfield, Missouri, who wants to fuck tough. And it's just, yeah. Right. Then the crowd erupts, you know? Hey, when I was... When I was 19 years old in the back of my pickup, I don't know why they just turned into Springsteen. Maybe it's yeah. more of a Springsteen vibe. Yeah, know? it's definitely... Yeah. I was 18 years old in the back of my pickup. I used to pick up my lady from my father's house. And I used to take a hand walking down the driveway. And as a daddy was looking at me from the front porch, I would whisper in her ear, it's just you and me tonight in the back of this Chevrolet. And we're going to fuck tough tonight. Everybody, this is a little song I wrote called Fuck Tough. And then boom, you go yep. into it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. That made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> It was like I couldn't, I couldn't. Why, wrap. why couldn't you get into it? Well, is I couldn't what I don't wrap understand. my head around what your impression was, which makes me very like uncomfortable when I can't quite. Place, it was gonna like, be Jovi, and then it was like, man, I, the speeches. Now that I like, yeah. as I was in it, speeches are more mm-hmm. of like a Springsteen thing. Like he sure. always tells, a, he always gives a little speech before his song. A little, yeah, I uh, think it's specifically a little inspiration. Him, yeah. yeah. So, some of them have like a just a couple like quick lines, you know. No, no. Live, live faster, da da da, and here we go. No, blah, blah, not blah. at all. Um, and I'll tell you why. Watch his doc. Not him. I'm oh. saying other people. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying of why I bled in Springsteen. Watch his doc on Netflix oh, of okay. his Broadway show. Mm-hmm. He tells a fucking full story and then but goes into the, the songs. Is, yeah, I understand that, mm-hmm. but when you watch it, yeah, yeah, a couple times. Yeah. I don't know if he went. Big speech. He always, he always goes. He speech. definitely had like a store, a little bit of a story before each. I like the stories. Yeah, you know? yeah. I like to know where the Adele songs came does from. That too. Yeah, I, I, I like hearing a story. What I don't like is when it's people that I know or like celebrities. Remember uh, Chris Martin telling a story about writing one of the songs, and it was about Gwyneth Paltrow, and I was just like, motherfucker, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> yeah, 
And yes, I like Coldplay. I don't, I don't give a fuck what anybody says out there. I enjoy Coldplay. We know you like Coldplay. But I, I did not want to hear why this song was written about Gwyneth Paltrow. Because now, I, I, like every time I hear that song, I'm oh, like, okay. it's about fucking goopy jeans. I don't need to know that. Does it fix you? No, it's not. Oh. It's not. Something else. Something else. I'm not going to ruin it for the listeners. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And, and I appreciate that, by the way. I appreciate it when an artist doesn't ruin it for me. Yeah, that's true. One of my favorite songs of all time is Almond Brothers' Midnight Rider. Right. He's never told the story. He never, yeah. and he's dead. And I he like never told that. the story of why he wrote that song. I like that. And I used a couple lines of it in the opening of When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It, because it's one of my favorites of all time. And I like not knowing what that story is. Mm-hmm. So that way I have my own interpretation. And that's great. When you know, it's just like, oh, God damn it. Some of the stories are cool, but when they're not, then they live with you. And you're like, man, I fucking hate that song. Yeah. I hate that song. Speaking of music, by the way, I woke up to Weezer mm-hmm. trending number one on Twitter. It was like, did they die in a plane crash? Yeah, what happened? They dropped an, an, a new album of all covers. Yeah. You want to talk about going down the bare naked lady trail now? We're there. Mm-hmm. We're there. You want to guess what one of the cover songs was? It's Ben. No. <laughs> Close. What? No Scrubs by TLC. No, it's not. It's not good. I listened to it this morning. It's terrible. It's exactly what you like. If your dad and his buddies, like, let's say they played in a garage band and then they got together and covered No Scrubs by Weezer. Perfect. I totally picture it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's like. And you're like, why did you do that? Yeah. Play it. I tell you what, we can't do it on the video show for YouTube and iTunes. We can for the audio show. Put it at the end of this show. It's new. Just oh put no, boy. just put no scrub. It's out, so you can yeah. Uh, no scrubs by Weezer at the end of this, just so the audience has to suffer through what I suffered through this morning. There's a lot of dorky people out there who are just like, "This is great, this is great." Uh, well, that isn't Weezer. Was it Weezer the one that I said? The when? Weezer effect, basically, that they like used to be cool, and then they walked out one day. And they just saw a sea of moms. Is it Weezer? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. they're just leaning into that now. Maybe. You know? Maybe. it's like, well, that's, that's what we are. So I mean, let's ba- just make Bare Naked it- Ladies is doing kids music, so. Yeah, and killing it. Yeah. And by the way, I don't hate on that at all. Like, even, no. even Weezer doing a co- cover, I don't enjoy it. Um, but. But their audience does. Now, because they're all moms. Yeah. I wonder if that was a conscious decision. I think so. What a strange thing to do. Just just uh, an album of covers just by Weezer. Just hop out. Right? Hey, guys. Let's get together and not write music. Not jam. Not yeah. try and figure out some new stuff. Just play covers. Yeah. I, let's, let's see if we can uh, pull up a track list here. I guess that's the culture, too. We don't want to see anything new. We just want remakes of all of I do. I, I want new shit. I'm listening to the same two songs at the gym. Somebody made a meme of it the other day, and it was perfect. Hmm. They were like, well, it's like if you're working out, chances are you're listening to rap or rock. Mm-hmm. There's been a rock album in fucking 30 years, it feels like. Right. So it's kind of just rap right now, which, mm-hmm. which is bullshit. Um, but it's the same two songs. It's Travis Scott, Sicko Mode, and fucking Sheck West, Mo Bamba. And that's it. And you're listening to those two songs, like working out. And you're like, "Fuck, is there anything new?" The DJs, I feel like, are are dead. You know, Avicii's dead. 
Yeah. Tiesto doesn't really put out new shit. Like Swedish House retired. Yeah. I heard they're coming back, but like for even the DJs are not doing shit where you're just like, what the fuck is going on, man? It's all SoundCloud rappers. That's it. Hmm. I guess because it's cheap. Um, let's look at this. Uh, oh, my God. Are you ready for this track list for Weezer? Sure. Doing all right over there, Japes? I am. You're having a little trouble with that mic. Yeah. Yeah. You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. A little tired? A little tired. I just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need to get you into the game. Would you pound one of those H factors? You can pop it off while I read off this track, track list. You ready? Okay. Um, that, by the way, if anybody's not drinking that fucking H factor water, Jesus Christ, you want to talk about a real shot of life? Boy, that'll keep you humming for 20 mm. minutes, 30 minutes. Great. Uh, all right, Africa. You're kidding. Of course. Of course it's Africa by Toto. I felt the rains down in Africa. Mm. Boy. Everybody wants to rule the world. Mm-mm. <laughs> Everybody wants mm-hmm. to. Um, sweet dreams are made of these, obviously, um, Eurythmics. Take on me. Aha. That's who they're covering on this album. That's a tough one. Take on me. There you go. Pounded that H factor. That's how you have to do it. Yep, boom, chuck it. And it goes right to your brain. Um, Happy Together. Isn't that the fucking Partridge family? Happy so happy together. together. Uh, <laughs> paranoid. Uh, which one's that? I know Paranoid by, by uh, fucking Post Malone. No, it's it couldn't be that. It couldn't be. couldn't be that. Mr. Blue Sky, No Scrubs, Billy Jean, and Stand By Me. What the what the what the fuck is this? Black Sabbath. Um, paranoid. Ah. Um. Uh. God, what an eclectic group of songs. I don't, huh? Did you? We, did they just go karaoke one night and say, "All right, cool. This is what." That's what it sounds like. 48-year-old moms want to listen to? That's what it sounds like. Man, that's strange. <laughs> what a weird way to start the day, you know? Yeah, to, to have that be. Fuck me. Let's get into some wild shit. I, I, Weezer, rest in peace. God How about it, that man. fucking movie you made me watch? Ah, Hereditary. How pissed was I at you? Everybody, by the way, told us to watch that fucking movie. Sorry, I didn't like it. I didn't either. And what, like, I. Uh, it did not go the direction, A, that I wanted it to, and then B, it had no direction. No, no, no. I, so it, it didn't go in any direction. I wasn't a fan of it. Ooh, Homegirl was great, though. Tony Coletti. She's always good. She's always good. She's always good. I, I'm surprised that she would take on something where the ending was what it was. It is. I, look, it Do came, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <sighs> it came out a year ago. I think it was Blumhouse. Whatever Blumhouse wants to do, he does. Oh, then no spoiler alert. But I, I'm surprised that she would take on an ending that was that. You know, it's stupid. It's it's Jason Blum and it's Blumhouse, and when he calls, you fucking do it. That's the that's the rules in Hollywood. I, look, I, I did a movie for for him, and he's fucking awesome. And yes, I, I would whatever he said to do, I'd do it, no matter what what the fucking script was. To be okay. real, he's with you. Uh, and our our good buddy Clayne Crawford is doing a shooting a Blumhouse show right now. Okay. Uh, for Hulu, a lot of people have been hitting me up saying, "Hey man, what's he up to? Hope he's doing well." Yeah, he's got a new show on Hulu. So 
Can't keep the good down. Killing it. Can't keep the good down. We get some sponsors who pay for this whole shit to be on the air, James. It's a shocker. It's a shocker they still pay for it, but they do. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, BlackRifleCoffee.com. Man, did Black Rifle Coffee drop a bombshell last night? What? Bombshell. Everybody's been asking, the audience has been asking for them to make uh, whoobies. You know? Using the military, snuggle up. It's kind of like a giant sleeping bag. You know? Unzipped. Um, keeps you warm from anything. They made the dopest whoobies on the planet and dropped them at like midnight last night. Like a rapper. Like, like they dropped it like it was Kendrick Lamar. People went bug fuck last night. I don't know if they're sold out or not. I got one. I was up late, so I, you know, I got one just in time. But because mm-hmm. everybody asked, they're like, dude, don't you just get free shit? No. No, I pay for it because it's, it's, it's for my it. friend's company. I'm not going to ask we him for free probably shit. probably could, but that's not how you support your friends. I, well, I 100% could. I have a fucking disc. A, I know. Like I'm just saying for that's all this not shit. how you support It's not how you support it. your friend's company. So, no, I bought it just like everyone else. Um, but it's fucking awesome. I mean, they really knocked it out of the park. They've been teasing this thing for a while, and same with a, a Whoopi hoodie, and I know that's in the works right now. Um, I, I, I will say this, because I was there, what, two weeks ago. I saw the prototype for it, the Whoopi hoodie. Amazing. Uh, but I did not see this Whoopi. So when it dropped at like midnight last night, I was like, oh, no. Greatest, greatest thing on the planet. Uh, these guys just keep doing it, man. If you're not a member of their coffee club of the month program, get that because you, you get the exclusive email that says, Hey man, we got new products. And then boom, you get them before everybody else. Cause a lot of times on Instagram at ST James, ST James, you'll see us wearing shit where you're like, yo man, that isn't available to the general public yet. It's not. Um, cause a lot of these things are tests. So some of them actually never come out. Um, Otterbox is one of them. I gave my parents oh, yeah. two Otterbox cell phone cases for black rifle coffee that are amazing. But um, I don't, I don't think they ever came out in public or whatever. Uh, that's a bummer. Cause I like those. This is great. Yeah. But they'll, they'll do something. Well, phones are changing so much. I just think keeping all of those in stock and the Serious. shape and size of it, like Serious. even with this fucking thing, like I had to get a new case and it sucks and you know, X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. So it, they're just changing so much. You constantly have to keep ordering from them. And it's like, you know, I get the gig. And then everybody's got, why not went for Android and went up to the damn thing? I've got the Google Pixel phone. Fuck off. Right. Fuck off. Yeah. Get an iPhone, get in the real world. Uh, quit being a baby. Quit being a baby at Black Rifle Coffee. Just sign up for the, the subscription of the month club. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for a one-time use of 20% off at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Next up, we got GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Best sleep of your life. Best sleep of your entire life. The deals, one of the deals ended, by the way. What? At ghostbed.com, they were giving like 300 bucks off off a mattress. Uh, I think it's down to 100 now. You got to get in on these fucking deals, man. Deals. They still got the bundle package, though, for $7.99 off. Uh, $200 off a Ghost Lux mattress, which is pure sex. And the, the free pillows. Again, when I chant these deals in your face, go get them because eventually they go away. Some things are just too good to be true. But they held on to the 36-month no-interest pay-as-you-go program so you can get a fucking mattress and not, not pay shit just monthly, which is amazing. Some of the best products in the business over there. Uh, they've got new sheets over there. Their fucking cooling sheets are the greatest goddamn thing on the planet. Big fan of ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Go there. 
Get the sheets. Get the mattress. Get whatever's left to that deal. That seven ninety nine bundle pack bundle package is amazing. Uh, I said, what did I say? Bungle. <laughs> we can bungle it, it if you want. Bungle. Yeah, you can bungle it if you want. Uh, next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Boom, 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 boom. Shaboinkers. Shaboinkers. Uh, Strikeforce is at uh, SHOT Show this week. Uh, mm. Looked like they had a big turnout. They had a show, a live show at the House of Blues. Nice. In uh, Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay. Did they? They did. It was, it was a huge party. There was like bands and all that other shit. They did it with uh, Grill Your Ass Off, former sponsor. Um, yeah, you're wearing the t-shirt today. I, um, I like that they went to Mandalay. Yeah. Take it back. Well, I, I think they were looking for a concert venue. So the house of blues is right. the house of blues. Like that still rocks, you know, you still rock, but it was packed. It was packed. Uh, they're giving out free strike force to the crowd. Everybody loves it, man. I, again, especially diet season, no carbs, sugars goes in every liquid available. So that, that crash in the afternoon, this is the shit you put in your drink. It's a tasty, tiny little tin pouch. You can kick the can. You don't need the can. Lemon, original, grape, and orange. 10-pack, 40-pack, 750-milliliter bottle. Get on it. They ship everywhere in the entire world. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off, and that's good every time around the world. Around the world. Around the world. Yeah, give me a fucking new Daft Punk album, for Christ's sakes. Right? I'd, I'd be... Here for that shit. Uh huh. Give me that. I'll that last one. I played the shit out of that. That's true. It was a masterpiece. And won every fucking Grammy there was. I get down on that shit. Give me a new fucking dat. Something. Give me something music wise that I can get down to. Mm-hmm. Anything. Fucking Vampire Weekend. Uh, just put out two two new songs today. Too. It's just like, oh god damn it. Just give me something I can jam to, man. Rock, rap, country. I don't give a fuck what it is. Give me something I can jam to. And then I'll head on over to straightrazors.com after I get off of iTunes. Oh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. Are you right? Yeah. (laughs) I like it. It sounds good. Yeah, doesn't it? Sounds good. It really jumps around my brain. When you keep it at a good level. I feel like it is living inside my mind right now. I feel like there is... Around the world. Straightrazors.com has got the best razors for your face. It's not Gillette. You don't have to shave your pussy with it. Just go to straightrazors.com. Shave your man bush with it. Uh, this is the worst a man can get. You know, let's let's call the opposite of of Gillette. Obviously, mm-hmm. we named an episode "The Worst a Man Can Get." Oh, yeah. Fuck Gillette. I don't how, give a shit. How bad can you get? Pretty bad. I bet. I'm glad I'm going to be at the Super Bowl, so I don't have to watch that fucking commercial and just hear it at whatever party. You know. Do you think they're going to play it? I don't know now. After all of this? I, I don't think so. Who knows? Everybody was talking so. about it. That's that's kind of half the battle. Even with the Nike shit, it's half the battle. Either way, like, you know, a lot of people were heading over to straightrazors.com after that. So good for them, man. Obviously. Shave like a fucking real man. Go to straightrazors.com. Um, they got the straight razors, safety razors, the whole shit. And uh, that smolder aftershave is the greatest goddamn thing on the planet. Um I love it. And the, I, I, look, I'm, I miss the mustache wax. The mustache is all gone. Go to straightrazors.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. It was another gentleman I saw today at uh, my child's school. Mm-hmm. Joe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does he have it Mr. or not Monaghan, have it anymore? Gone. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
It's uh, both he, of us. He looks good with it. You guys both. You both can I know. pull it off. Pull off a good mustache. His was gone too. Hmm. His was gone too, and we had a we had a moment of silence. Like there was a oh, moment where I looked your at him. Head. Yep. No, but I, look, as a gentleman to another gentleman, sure. I looked at him. He looked at me. Right. And we both right. were like, mm. hmm. strange world. Yeah, strange world, isn't it? Right. So. Without words, you guys just looked at each other, a, a little nod. Yeah. Kind of a bow of the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clo- yeah, yeah, yeah. A slow closing of the eyes. Yep. And that was all you guys needed. Yeah. You didn't talk for the rest of the day. And then when I was putting up clips from our for our Instagram page, uh, we're by the way we're on uh, Instagram at Ross Patterson Revolution. I was putting up clips from last week when I had the mustache, and it uh, made me a little sad. It looked good. Made me a little sad. It looked good. I can pull off a nice stash. It takes you from Chad to Brad. If you, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it. It takes that little bit of Chad edge from you. Can we talk about coloring up facial hair? Because we watch uh, one of our favorite shows, which no one likes except for us. I'm not going to say what it is because no one watches it but us. And I don't want to. I don't want to put anybody else in that in that category of like the hereditary category, where it's just like, oh, I watch that because you guys are fucking assholes. No, I think all the jokes are for us in that show. We always I'm not say gonna no say, one. I'm not going to say which no one, one needs to watch it. Yeah, we say it's like I don't think anyone else no, will like it. No. So um, we can say it. Friends from college. Yeah. So we watched, we finished that up on Netflix. Sorry. Here's the thing that I noticed, and I noticed this a lot, because oh, yeah. I was dyeing my mustache black because of this blonde hair, which is still there, by the way. I'm just going to leave that. Is yeah. it, I, I think it's going to be a Swayze summer. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. heavy, heavy on the Bodhi tip. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look for that, uh, that wave. All, I'm going to be chasing that big wave all summer, I think. And uh, hey, back off, war child. Right. Seriously. And... I think it's going to be a Bodie summer. I'm going to leave the blonde hair, shave the mustache, but I was dyeing it black because I lost that Steve Prefontaine bet on the Drinking Bros sports show, right. sports show that I host. Right. And I liked it dyed black. Mm-hmm. I, like, I just thought it looked cooler than my real facial hair color. Okay. What is it? Uh, it's like a light, a, like a lighter brown. brown. Yeah. yeah. Where it's just like. I don't like when it doesn't match your ha- hair and or face. And yeah. last night we were watching this, this show and the guy had a f- uh, like a beard, a full beard that was red, but he had dyed his hair all black. Yeah. It was uh, or, Billy Eichner. That, mm-hmm. What's what's his show? The fucking man on the street or he I've always scre- hated it. Screams at you. I've always hated that show. People love. I fucking hate him on Twitter too. I would probably hate him as a person in real life. I don't know him. But, I think so. Um, I think he has to, in this show, try really hard to be not annoying. Yeah. And I can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell that he's trying really hard. Anyways, there was a scene in this where he's getting married and he's got a red beard and, and jet black hair. And I'm like, man, why not dye both? But there's some gray in it and it's hard. Like, right. you can't. But I think you don't. Let me ask you this. So as a woman, what do, you, what do women prefer for any dude out there listening, right? Mm-hmm. You might have some grayish, yeah, some grays in their hair. Uh, and they got a, they got a dye, they got a color up. Do you go both same color, head and beard, or do you let your natural beard grow in? Because that always looks weird to me. Well. When it's not the same color. I've always told you, though, women don't always love the color up yeah okay so it would have to be 50 50 so for me i love a little salt and pepper on the side that's me 
if you need to, there's actually colors like coloring up uh-huh. that is, I think it's like a light color or something where you leave the sides a little bit, but you color the top. So it's not all, I forget what it is, but okay. it's like a lighter brush through of sure. color kind of thing where the grays sort of come through, but not so bright. And then, um, I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think we like a different color beard. So if you've got gotcha. some gray in the hair, gray needs to be in the beard a little bit. Okay. Which looks good too. All right. Um, but my celebrity chef crush, Scott Content, Content. Yeah, big fan of his? <laughs> I never uh, know how to say his name. Okay. I just call him Scott. So, yeah, you guys are on a first name basis. No he's need. on chop. No he's need. on chop. Do you guys know who, who I'm talking about? Okay. You've so probably what, what, seen him, but he's got a little bit what's of a reddish. His stitch? He's got a little bit of a reddish beard and then dark brown hair. Huh. And I don't mind it. Maybe it's just I didn't like Eichner. Uh, what's, what's his name? Scott C O N A N T. Conant? Conant. Ooh, is he married? Yes. I uh, is. Yeah. Who is it? Who's the wife? No, just nobody. Nor- somebody normal. Okay. Who's not on anything? But he's uh, he's, he's got chop judge. Black here. He's got black hair in some of these pictures here. Right, and then the red beard, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. like it on him. I don't oh, know. Oh, you do? <laughs> you fucking loser. This is exa- <laughs> I'm looking at this guy right now. Yeah. This is the exact same color as the guy on the show last oh, night. Okay. Then maybe it's what just a case you, by I just case. had a whole conversation with you. You just broke it down and then you just lied to case. my face and it's the audience case by face. Case. It's a case by case. Really? This is the guy it you, you've got a crush on? It doesn't bother me. He's, well, he's, he's just the, my chef crush. Oh, gotcha, I have gotcha. a crush in every... Uh, I, I know who this guy is. All right. I, I think his shit is all right. What do you mean his shit? Like how he looks, right? He's a cooler. Does it bother like, you? He's a cooler guy than. So, like, uh, to me, I look at chefs, and it's just since I'm married to you, obviously. Right. I would never watch any of this fucking shit in real life. No, and I don't think you like it now. It's just on in the background. I can sometimes. tolerate it. Over Bravo, I can tolerate it. Sure. So, when I look at these chefs, I can look at the ones who I'm like, that guy's a fucking cocksucker. Totally. And, th- and this one isn't. This guy I know, I don't think he's a, I don't, he doesn't seem like a dick. Whereas Flay, mm. it's still Flay Day. Ah, Flay AKA. Is such a dick. A dick. Just a fucking asshole where you're like, there's that look in his eyes where he's just like. I'm surprised there's not a me too with him. Right? Really, really surprised. Yeah. Clearly all of the women that he's me too'd on that cooking channel, like. Yeah. Don't, don't want to. He's still the god there, so they're not going to like go against him. But I know he's got some. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this play. He kind of this guy kind of looks like Brett Ratner. If you're at home, and you don't know who this guy is. Uh, this Scott Continent. Continent. It's a weird last like, name. He's Jared Fat, by the way, too. Do you know what I mean? Where you're uh, like my friend Jared. Yeah, Jared Taylor right. Fat. I thought you just threw back like a Jared from the oh subway. Oh my god, like, we don't talk. Christ. We don't talk about him anymore. <laughs> Jesus, Jesse. No, I don't use him as a reference. I was like, man, you ever. just throw a, a fucking subway reference of Jared out. No, man, you should probably preface that for the audience. My Sorry, one of my it's best friends, Jared Taylor Fat. <laughs> in that he's not fat, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now he looks good. He looks look right. He's an he's a he's a, 90s a thin fat. chef is yeah. is fucking weird. You know they're they're not good. Flay's the only one who keeps in shape. He does, but his food is not his food is not comforting. 
Yeah. He does like a, t- a twist, yeah. a twist on whatever, and then doesn't put all the good stuff in it, like butter and cheese. Hello? Uh, somebody who listens to the show is working on uh, the, what's the supermarket one where they got to run around oh, and grocery cook food? Oh, grocery games, yeah, guys, with, with, grocery games. With, and they work with Fury. No. Yeah. Did they get a pick with him? That's what I said. I said, hey, did you did get a pick with him? Did they tell him it was how a, much I love him? It was a crew member from another movie that I'd worked on who had said, hey, man, I'm on this fucking thing. And I was like, holy shit, how is he? And he's like, dude, he's rad. Amazing. Yeah. I know he's amazing. I, I don't. I've heard. I've heard bad stories about him you so, have not heard one bad story about fieri no i've heard you a haven't. really detailed fucked up story from him and no, he's look, an angel it could have been this one thing who he's knows everybody's got a bad angel. day and all that shit but this guy works with him every day so if you if you work with somebody that many hours out of the day on a production schedule you'll know if they're a fucking asshole or not so i i would tend to lean more towards homeboy listen if you met me today for the first time yeah because I'm having, I'm just having an off day, right? <laughs> if you met me today on this set, you would think I was a bitch. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, every, all days are different. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And every yeah. single person is entitled to a bad day, right? They are, yeah. No? Eh, I guess they are, you know. Fury is an angel sent from heaven. I, I look. He's a blonde hair. I know. I, look, and he's the mayor, obviously, of Flavortown, and I get it. I want to have him on the show. I really want to have Fury on the we show. We would love to. And I think it would be amazing. And, and by the way, I try not to shit on guests. I just got pitched a guest yesterday because we're going to the Super Bowl next week mm-hmm. for Drinking Bros. We're doing a bunch of uh, athletes interviews and hopefully Post Malone. Um, and there was someone that was pitched to me that I was like, oh. Are you naming names or are you going to stay? I'm debating because he's murdered people. And. What? Yeah. Convicted? No, he got off. He got off. Oh, fuck it. I'll say it. it's Ray Lewis. It's Ray Lewis. He killed two people in Atlanta. Um, ironically, during the Super Bowl there. How did he get off if he did do it? He said he was in the back of this limo and that his buddies did it in this, this limo. But. And you don't believe that? No one does. Okay. And so some other people went down for it and there was a bunch of eyewitnesses and shit and like said, you got the wrong black man, that type of deal. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's widely known that he was a double murder. And it's, Would it's, you have OJ on? Yes. But that's for different reasons. You know, I would, I feel like I could joke around with OJ, whereas I don't feel like I could joke around with Ray Lewis. Cause you're scared he'll kill you. Yes. Um, <laughs> In real life, Ray Lewis <laughs> is a, is a, still a beast. Like I saw him the other day. Uh, what was it? Three weeks ago when uh, the Ravens were in the playoffs and he came out onto the field still. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Oh, she, Jesus Christ. All of us as, as dudes were like, Jesus Christ. He looks like he could still play and kill people out there. Like, right. That big of a dude where you're just like, man. And I think during an interview, just to slip that in of like, Hey man, so we're back in Atlanta. Feel weird. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you shouldn't interview him. <laughs> I'd say that's a no. Nobody, you can't handle yourself. Here's the other side of that coin: is he's one of the most stupid. interesting men there is on the planet. Like, he's a motivational speaker, and he ha- he was before the murders. And I don't. There's a, there's another part of me too that would love just to rap with him about like, I, dude, if somebody popped off, you know, try to come after you, and then you fucking murder. Like, yeah, 
I, I don't really give a shit about that. I wish I could tell him that. Like, hey, what was the describe the situation that happened when with these I'm guys? I'm on your side. Is that how you would start? Exactly. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Like, I'll I'll wait to hear what the murder really is. Quick. But I don't because I don't think I don't think on the other. He doesn't seem like a guy that would be looking to murder somebody. It looked like if somebody was coming at him, it's like, hey, all right, I got a murder tonight. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I think I could I could I could side with that. I don't think, however, that this conversation could go down on air. No, and I'm. <laughs> we'll talk about it off air. Um, but that is not going to happen. Just judging by the 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 you know practice questions that you're throwing out. No, no, no. I look. I, I don't think I would no, say it. And, and here's why it. I bring it up too. Here, like here's the other part why I bring it up is uh, um, Mike Tyson was on Joe Rogan the other day. Right. And I listened to that on the flight back from Kansas City. And Joe Rogan stayed away from the, hey, man, you went to prison for convicted of rape for five years. Mm-hmm. Like he stayed away from that as well, right. where it was just like, there's still a part of you as an interviewer where you're like, all right, you want to ask the tough questions, but, but well, you the- also are afraid that this guy could get up and, and just kick the shit out of you. And there's not many people like that on the planet that I feel like that. Right. Genuinely in real life, like not many people at all. Uh, and the people that I do are like one of my friends and that's, that's about it. A couple of my friends, that's about it tops. Mm-hmm. Or it's just like your average Joe at a fucking bar. I'm pretty confident I could kick the shit out of, but Ray Lewis, I could not Mike Tyson, probably not like, right. cause there's even Joe Rogan for as skilled as he is. What is he like five black belts and like all oh, kinds yeah. of, I mean, he's really, really up he there. He, he walks the walk of, yeah. of all yes, of that yes. shit. Yes. Um, I still think. Even listening to the interview, there was still a part of him where, like, Mike Tyson, could you just get up and knock me into the middle of next week? Yeah. And I think he, he's pretty open about that kind of stuff. I met him. You were with me, I think. You met. Oh, t- Mike Tyson. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I met Tyson. And to me, he just seemed high and gentle where it was just like, man, this guy's not a threat, you know? Yeah. But you know he is. So <laughs> that's the scary part of it, right? I know. When you know. know people can <laughs> kill you, but they're very gentle. Yeah. That's when I get scared. Yeah. And I, so because it's that turn when I, yeah. that I always think of like how you meet somebody, either meet somebody or see someone like reformed, whatever, and you're like, I wonder what it's like to see them switch. Do you yes. know what I mean? Yes. And that's the scary part of it. Yeah. And, you know, again, I met Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. but I, I wouldn't ask him that to his face. Same, same with, I haven't met Ray Lewis, but like, you know, I wouldn't ask him any of that shit to his face, but I wish I could. Right. Because I would be on his side on this one of like, hey man, if you just tell me what the story is, chances are, I know you weren't looking to murder somebody. You were already rich and famous and had the world, you know? Right. You probably had to murder because somebody came after you. You know, I think I'd probably be on his side and bro out with him. Yeah. But I can't, you know, and he'll never say anything. So it is what it is. But yeah, I am fascinated with that, with uh, how somebody can switch like that. Speaking of which, that that new Ted Bundy doc drops tonight on Netflix. And they were playing clips of that. You want to talk about somebody switching? Holy shit. So they've got these interviews. What from? Are they from prison? Is that where they were? Must be, yeah. Um, that they've never played before. And they played a, a segment on uh, some show I was watching last night of some of the tapes that they were going to play on the Netflix series. Holy shit. 
not only is this guy really intelligent, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, it's a huge but. He only talked about himself in the third person. What? Mm. He is. Crazy. I love that about people. Right. I love but, when people um, talk in the third person, like Rick when Anderson. they've also killed. It adds another layer. When you talk about yourself in the third person and, and you kill people, kill a bunch of people. And, you know, he was famously super good looking. Women loved him. Yeah. He was, he was the guy that like you would not even think he represented himself in court. Didn't get a lawyer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like a narcissist to the nth. That's great. Is that great? Yeah. Were you a fan? Well, you love serial killers. Are you, I were do. you a fan of Bundy? What um, was your What was your story with him? Because like behind Bundy you, Bundy didn't get. You, you seem shocked by that. Behind you, you have yeah, all serial killers behind you. Yeah, I do. But they have to be. It has to be more interesting than I'm good looking and I just tricked girls. But he and, murdered how many people? A bunch. Thirty, forty. Yeah. Some, and I heard there's another. They said on this show that I was watching last night. There's probably another two dozen that they don't know if mm-hmm. he did or not, but they they assume. Mm-hmm. So. Are you amped about this? I am. Okay, you are. Definitely. Because he's not on your wall behind you. He's not on my wall because he wasn't, he's not my, he's not my top. Okay. Um, As far as like being interested in the hows and whys. He's just pretty clear cut narcissist, like just, you know, out there. Um, Duped people because he was, he was very good looking, very charming. Right. And was able to con people into doing whatever he wanted them to do and then killing them. So to me that he seems very cut and dry. Whereas like BTK and like Dahmer, there was there's just weird turmoil, how they got into it. Um, BTK having like a normal life and family and being, you know, in the church and then doing these things Outside of that, not getting caught, wanting to get caught, all of these things mm-hmm. that are different than just a straight up murderer who got away with it because he was just really good looking and smart. Ah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's the missing piece is if you're really good looking, charming and smart, you can get away with a lot of shit. Yeah, you are. I, I did a movie uh, about these serial killers up in Canada. Uh, called they ended up calling it Carla. Um, it was the Barbie oh, yeah. and Ken killers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carla Homlika uh, was her name, and same thing. Both of them were good looking. The husband was good looking, super charming, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't know that they that this nobody thought that this guy could possibly murder these yeah. women. He was getting help from his wife, all that shit. It was a uh, Laura. I did it with Laura Prepon. Weird movie. I got cut. I got cut out of it because the the director got fired mid shoot. Mm-hmm. He was way over budget and. Uh, really strange movie didn't turn out to be Mm-mm. didn't turn out well at, 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 at lifetime bought it so you're, you're well it did it did well in canada but it was the same thing where i did a lot of research of it. i was playing the guys one of the guy's best friends who didn't know you know and that he was killing all these people and he got away with it forever even with a blood sample and he, they lost because they had the dna of the killer and they lost the blood sample. They just didn't put much stock in it, the police. So they just kind of. They're just like, whatever. Yeah, you they just kind of tossed just it. just cannot be. And it didn't come back till six years later. And then the blood sample came back, and that's what got him six years later. So they got him, and 
they she knew what was going to happen, so she flipped on the husband, said that she was beaten, and that that the husband made her do it, and all of this shit. And uh, she ended up getting she copped a plea for like twelve or fifteen years or something like that, right? Uh, they go to trial. He turns or she turns on him, and you know he gets life or death or whatever whatever the fuck it was. Uh, four, four days after the trial, they found that all of that they 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 had, they had taped all of the murders and they found them up in the mm-hmm. attic of the garage. And nothing they can do. Fully, not only complicit, but definitely. And she's out. So right, and you can't try her again. Nope. But um, yeah, they found that she was definitely a huge part of it, and not in didn't seem in any way. Uh, forced no 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 and and when i was doing my homework like you know research on the characters and and all of that shit like your rights as far as looks and how you speak and all that other shit if you don't if it doesn't look like you're collecting you know doll hair and fucking toenails and and ziploc bags yeah you can get away with murder for a long time before anything does anything uh to you you should put up a picture of that guy of Bundy? Yes. Bu- Bundy and... Oh, uh, and the Barbie and Ken. And the yeah. Barbie and Ken guy. That way, the audience can see him on the video show. Again, if you're not subscribed, go to YouTube uh, and iTunes. The video show is live and direct in your face. But you, you can see what we're talking about where you're like, all right, cool. Bundy, I get it. I get it on Bundy. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. The Canadians weren't as good looking as Bundy. I'll say that. And p- clearly not as... Smart, because uh, he he got away with it for so much longer. I don't know. They got a lot. That, they they were on the run for a long time. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But either way, homegirl's out. She's living her life somewhere living in the world. Life. Weird. Probably doing it again. Yeah. Somewhere. Strange, right? In plain sight. I wonder what happens. Do they follow you for the rest of your life? Does somebody follow you what around you in a car? You know, like, is that girl going to kill again? What's the story? Mm, I'm sure she's on some kind of probation. Hmm. But no. Strange. No. They did I, just do it again. Did I tell you about the castle I went to? Mm-mm. In Kansas City? Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Did I tell you this? Oh, you, did, you didn't. Not really. I mean, you sent me like a picture. Oh, I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you. Uh, yeah. So one of our sponsors, we, I, I, we kind of touched on this briefly in the sports show, but I wanted to... to to chat with you about this because this this shit got wild um uh for a, a weird reason anybody ever say anything out to you and you just turn and it's so unexpected you're like oh you're that you're that person this this happened to me where i was just like oh what the fuck like and it was so sly and direct um and i'll, and I'll tell you what happened so one of our sponsors for drinking bros we get to kansas city and they're be- they were best friends with somebody who was super rich and all that shit. So we ended up staying in a, in a fucking castle, like a real live goddamn castle. Yeah. And it had like Camelot etched it on the sides and like artists had painted on the ceiling and like a wine cellar. And we ended up drinking this wine that was like $17,000 a bottle, like the ridiculous shit that you would expect that comes along with it. They were great people, had a great time and it was awesome. But it was one of those dinner parties where you're like, after a few glasses of this amazing wine, right? You can see people's real colors where they're like, oh, all right, I feel comfortable around you. You've said some weird shit tonight, Ross. I'm mm-hmm. going to say some weird shit to you. Mm-hmm. So I went to go pour a glass of wine from the bar. And the woman's husband, because they were all around 60. They're all around 60 years old, everybody at this, this party. And, but they were rich, and all of their kids were grown up and out of the house. So they were just like, fuck it, we smoke weed. 
anybody have vape pens? That type of shit where you're right. just like, all right, sweet. Um, they're 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 down. They're on the level, and it, and it's exactly how you would expect it to be. You know, very set in their ways or whatever when it comes to political shit. But like real life shit, they don't really care that all that much. And I went to get a glass of wine, and the guy looks at me and he goes, uh, "I said something. I was like." man, this is great. And thanks for having us. And, uh, man, you, you believe this? Like, you know, all of this shit, like pretty amazing, isn't it? And then he goes, yeah, if you believe we're here. Oh. And I was like, what? And he goes, I wouldn't. Whoa, 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 whoa hang on, to. hang on. Hang on. He goes, uh, he goes, be able to. well, you know, it feels like a simulated world, doesn't it? Oh, okay. <laughs> You know I got down on that conversation. Oh, and I would have you walked <laughs> straight away <laughs> off into the wine cellar and grabbed another bottle. Oh, man. And I'd I make like, it 20000 I entertained that shit. So I was sure just like, you I did. go, oh, oh, oh. I was oh, like, uh, oh, hello. I, hello. I go, are you trying to musk up? And he knew, you know, he knew the interview of Elon Musk and, and, oh, Ro- and Rogan oh. where, where he was talking about this. Mu- Elon Musk was talking about the simulator where I was like, you trying to musk up on mm-hmm. me? And he goes, I mean, I, I'm just saying it's, you know, it's, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. You know what the next uh, question was? You know what the next question was? What? You ever tried DMT? <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. So he's a Rogan. He's a Rogan. No, no, head. no. He was not actually. So I, he oh. he did not listen to to he didn't know anything about podcasts. So he didn't know anything about you know what I do or anything else or whatever. He just thought you know over the course of this dinner party and stuff, he was like, "You're just really funny and interesting, and you just seem to know a lot about everything. You know, like a a little bit about a, a lot of things." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Well, we do these shows six days a week, so I read." you know, the newspapers and all of this shit. I don't think it makes me smarter than anybody else. I just read more probably than the average Joe every morning. Mm -hmm. And he goes, uh, what's your thoughts on that? And I told him, I was like, well, you know, I listened to Rogan and I was like, he, he goes down those rabbit holes of DMT and, and, uh, you know, sim worlds and all that other shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he goes, man, he goes, you got to try it, you know? And, uh, I was like, yeah, the DMT users are becoming the new CBD oils. Hey, have you tried CBD? Yeah. Have you tried CBD? It'll really oh, change your life where you're just like, all right, cool. So good. Yeah. It was an NFL player yesterday too who, who was going to be at the Super Bowl and he was just like, man, if I had CBD, I would have played another three to four years. No, you wouldn't have. You really wouldn't have. I've had it. It's not the end like all Like the all. actual oil? Or do you have, you've had yeah, the those? gummy bears or I've had all of it. So we've been pitched it. Like I said, I think I said this a few shows back. We've, I've been pitched it as a sponsor for a few different shows mm-hmm. and they've sent, they've sent it all to me. Right. And you know, most of the days I'm stuck writing in a chair or whatever. So I've tried it, you know, when I'm sitting in chairs or writing or whatever, it's, it's I think it's legal in almost every state now. Yeah. CBD. I think. Yeah. So. Um, and, uh, I don't know, man, I just didn't really feel that different than, you know, Right. That type of shit. But like DMT is a whole nother world. No. Yeah. That's not a casual. No, no, no. That's a whole like shaman type situation. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, what, what made you do it? You know, what was the the driving force for you? And it was just like, you know, kids were grown. I was married to somebody for like 30 years or something like that. And she died. And it was like, I just wanted to kind of get a glimpse into what, might have happened or what's going on and all that shit and i was like fuck and i had a normal conversation with this dude he was great he was a a lovely human being 
Right. Um, but I was surprised that it went there. I was like, oh. Wow. All right. Okay. <laughs> and I had like But an, listen, I'm into, I, I'm not necessarily into that conversation, but um, I think why I'm so brain dead right now is that I have been engaged in a lot of small talk for a couple days with people. Why? Only small talk. Because sometimes um, when you... You know, you're only hanging out with kids and then you kind of get a couple interactions with other parents or other moms when the kids are around. It's really very surface and small talky. Like there's no like, you know, level of, hey, you getting any dick or what? You know what I mean? It's very... How's your marriage? It's sure. it's it's very like yeah. Are they sleeping? Oh well, he got an a- he got up two times, yeah. and I know it's just so hard. And so, my God, like it, I need I need medium talk. So f- so for example, in that castle, I'm sure there was a lot of kind of small talky people don't really know each other that well, At and first. then someone yeah. comes and is like, hey, Sim World. And although that isn't something I would love to talk about, right. I appreciate the taking of the conversation to a medium talk level. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? No matter what it is. Because then I can get fucking weird with you, right? Because I feel like just confined. I'm just like in a fucking box, dude, of like small talk. <laughs> and it's like taking over my life and my brain. Yeah, you I, need to be able to stretch those weird yeah, 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 mind yeah, yeah. muscles in order to like have meaningful, good conversation. And when you're around kids or moms only yeah. that you don't know that well, you will turn into a zombie. So watch out. <laughs> okay. It's a nice warning from Jabes. <laughs> well, that's it's what happened. Nice that's warming. what's happened to me today, I think. Okay. Yeah, me personally, like at that castle party I was telling you about. Yeah. It was all people who were about 60. Like we were the, the youngest ones there, obviously. Sure. And uh, it, it was enjoyable. There was no kids or, or, or anything. Right, that Not, helps. Um, but no, but it, older. Two different types of people where it was just like, man, that type of money. I, I, I would never buy a castle or do any of that shit, even if I, if I had that type of money. Right. Just because I, it took us. About an hour to get through the house, just on a tour. Yeah, and it was just like, man, if it takes me an hour to get through your house, how many rooms are you really living in? And and the the owners had said, um, in a in a polite way, they were like, look, we're selling this. Like, it was nice to to raise a family here and all this other stuff. And they blah, blah, raised blah, blah. a family in the castle, and, and that's what I thought too. I was just where like, are those douchebags? I was like, what happened to your kids? What, what are they doing now? But anyways. <laughs> To each his own. Just it was it was an amazing him, life. Yeah, it was an amazing him. life. But this con- this uh, this conversation that I had with all these people who were in their sixties, like uh, it was it was a really fascinating night. And if you would have told me that going in, because I didn't know, um, you know, I, sh- I showed up uh, kind of not knowing who was going to be at this dinner party. If you'd have told me that going in, I'd have been like, oh, "What the fuck is this?" You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, what the fuck? What am I doing here? Um, I think there is probably a freedom to. You know, your kids being grown, having a certain amount of money. There was a, oh, they had, they had like, especially how rich they were. They had, they were some of the freest people ever. And and we had some of the most bizarre conversations 
because they didn't need to keep they, they don't need to impress you they don't need to do anything they don't need to yeah they don't need to like in our neighborhood like you don't need to be like i don't want to be the fucking weird one right do you know what i mean yeah 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 i'm already kind of the weird one so i don't want i don't want to you know alienate everyone yeah so i kind of do the small talk someone's gonna find i'm i'm gonna be found out and that's the maybe the fear that you do, that you you don't want the small talk of like hey get- I'm gonna be found out that I'm not actually the way that I'm portraying myself as because I th- <laughs> some of the ladies have a glimpse they're like oh you do some show no, they don't watch right yeah, yeah, they're not yeah. listening <laughs> or else that would just be it jig is up yeah but um I find it weird too because we have like 1.6 million listeners. Yeah, but none of none of them are our friends. No, no, none. Um, there's actually like a couple girls from maybe two girls from book club that are like hip to it and right. know about podcasts and listen. Sure. But out of all the people and women and moms and everything, I no one, no huh. one listens. So I I am able to fake it a little <laughs> bit. Do you know what I mean? Until the show gets big enough that I can't hide anymore. You know, and even at the at the kids like Christian school, right? It's like, don't yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about what we do too much. Sure, sure. A little bit, you know. I, I don't say anything. Podcast, producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll leave it at that. Right, right. No, 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 no. You don't need to watch. You don't need to check us out. You don't need to Google, right? I put Patterson. Yep, not, not yep, Wiseman. Not, not Wiseman. showing up. Not no, can't find her anywhere. Can't find her anywhere. Up. Um, so, so yeah, it really does. Uh, it really does mess with your mind. You don't have to do it, which is why you're able to stay weird and spry. You don't have to drop into. Yeah. Where in your life would you have to drop into a like faking trying to like fit into small talk conversation, small talk community conversation? Nowhere. I, no. No. You have no problem being like, hey, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah, no, I don't care. No matter where you go. No, I, anywhere. Anywhere. I just don't care. You're right. So it's really hard on the, on the mind to kind of <laughs> switch back and forth between your fake persona <laughs> to keep the, uh, you know, keep the neighbors happy and into your real. Real life, yeah. Real life that you, uh, you can't really show all the time. And I can't wait to be at a level, uh, you know, popularity-wise, money-wise, that I don't have to worry about that anymore. And I can really just say all the weird shit. Shit that, that comes, you want to, yeah. Comes to my mind that I want to talk about. Yeah, that, that, have, you ever, have you ever wiped with the toilet paper roll? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I exactly. want to say you're to, out, these, to these gals. Yeah, when you're out. You've wiped with it, but we've had to before, huh? When you're you out, know, right? Yeah. When you're out. Yeah. Just the bare. That's what bare I mean cardboard. when that's all that's left. Yeah, just the bare, bare cardboard. the cardboard roll. Sure, sure. It has to be done sometimes. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And then let that flow into a weird conversation. Gotcha. You and know, you can't do that now. I can't do that. Okay. I would definitely get a weird look <laughs> and like a like a weird nervous smile, laugh, laugh <laughs> and then um <laughs> they would they would slowly like find a their Kawhi way. Leonard laugh. Yeah. <laughs> No. Uh, and no. then they would find their way uh, away from me. Oh, the kid. Oh, and you, the classic move of like, I hear 
ah, you're my kid. I better go check on him. And then that's how you get out of either the small talk um, conversation or in my case, the the weird conversation that I've started with you. Okay. Okay. That's what's happening. All right. right, Look, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you told us, you know? Yeah. Just like to be honest with you guys, you know, about what's going on with me. Little chicken soup for the soul. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get to the revolutionary figure of the day, Jabes. Shall we? We shall. Oof. I've been waiting for this one. Just waiting for this one. It's Michael Jackson. (laughs) Why? Great, great, great question. No. Uh, He has a documentary out that is airing at Sundance. You're actually going to like this, Jabes. It is called. I'm going to leaving Neverland. Um, okay. And it is the other side of it, of uh, these kids at Neverland and Good. all of that shit. This is going to be an R. Kelly. So it's a super controversial Michael Jackson documentary. The mom's already come out mm-hmm. and said, how dare you and fuck mm-hmm. you and all this other shit. And yeah. uh, I guess HBO is involved. Because she said she she specifically mentioned HBO and said, you know, we did one of the highest rated concerts for you of all time on your network and got viewers. And now you're going to fuck him like this and death and all this other stuff. Um, there's they're they're worried about people protesting, which is odd to me. Yeah. So people protest everything. They're protesting the R. Kelly thing. They're uh, people. Eh, why? So they've stepped up security, police and all this shit in Sundance. And. Um, they're worried about it. Look, it's screening inside the Egyptian movie theater there. So I, this is, I've had a movie, I've been to Sundance twice. I've had a movie screen in the Egyptian. That is the biggest theater there is on Sundance. So they save that for the biggest movies. Mm-hmm. So obviously they think this thing is going to be a fucking juggernaut. Um, I'm excited to see this. So I, I think, ooh, I think it's, Two hours and 36 minutes? Holy shit. Mm, I can't wait. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I won't be in the minority anymore. Law enforcement says tensions are higher for this movie than anything I've ever seen before at Sundance. Um, We're not going to be preventing anybody from exercising their constitutional rights, but we're not going to allow this to get out of hand in any way. This is the police officers. um, Leaving Neverland. Man, yeah. So it's going to air on HBO um, in the spring, and it's going to it's going to focus on oh shit, Wade Robson. That was one of the first. He was one of the first people to come out and say I got molested by Michael Jackson. He was that that uh, he had that dance show on MTV. Yes. Um, kind of good looking yep. dude. Yep. He was. Fuck. I think he did one of the Step Up movies. I think he was in like part two or something like that yeah. after Channing Tatum. Yeah. Um, I think he was, was the lead in that or something, but, uh, yeah, so it's, it's covers and this other kid, James safe Chuck weird last name. I don't believe I've ever heard of a safe Chuck of the safe Chuck families. Yeah. What um, origin is that? Don't know. Don't know. Sounds super white. Yeah. It's definitely some form of super white. Uh, so it, it documents when they were the ages of seven and 10 and, uh, man, uh, the, the reason why people are bitching about this is over a decade ago, Robinson said under oath that Jackson never acted inappropriately with him in an, un, in an unsuccessful lawsuit. He declared in, in fact that Jackson was a serial sexual predator who assaulted him repeatedly for years. 
I, I can say this, man. I, you know, having gone through a million fucking lawsuits and all this shit uh, for movies and all this shit in particular, if you're Wade Robson and you file a lawsuit like this against Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson's family has so much fucking money. They will bury you in legal fees mm-hmm. that you will and make you sign shit like this yep. to just to get out of it of like, hey, man. We're all done with this shit. And-, and everyone will be on Michael Jackson's side, which they God were. So it, I'm very excited slash interested. That's, I don't know that's what why, that's why is going to happen, but I would love for, for people to finally open. And if it's an HBO doc, you know it's good. It's going to be great. There's going to be so much legitimacy to it. Um, I would love it. I would love it if people, you don't have to stop listening to him, but I would love it for people to be like, yeah, I do need to separate or, or admit that you've been separating the two. For yeah, years, yeah, yeah. And that you don't, how can you just not believe? So what they're worried about is Michael Jackson fans who are going to show up and protest yeah. and all this other mm-hmm. shit. And they were saying, you know, it's, it's extremely painful because this is, this is the 10th year anniversary the 10 year anniversary of his death it's perfect michael jackson it's perfect and we've given you many years the reason the reason why i i I give him the revolutionary figure of the day is this is not only is he still relevant Mm -hmm. i mean for real right this was he died 10 years ago Mm -hmm. 10 fucking years ago and they're doing a, a documentary about how old was he when he died uh 50 i believe okay so we've given you 60 years 60 years. Yeah. I think it's time. Time to. T- time to tell the truth. Oh, about him? That, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Even if it's going to taint his name, we've given you 60 years. Yeah. I, and there's going to be plenty, plenty of people that A, aren't going to believe it, and B, will we'll continue on the way I'm, that we've I'm always continued on. unbelievably fascinated with, with this, and I can't wait for this to come out, actually. Um, this story has been building for the last couple weeks, but you know, Sundance is now here and all that shit. So this, this is, this is going down. I'm curious what the reviews are going to be. And then obviously we're watching this fucker opening night on HBO show. I don't know how we're going to do it. Um, fucking buy HBO. We have, by the way, we have dish. I've been, I know, but I've been waiting it out and I guess I'm just gonna have to buy it. I don't think they're coming back to dish. I guess not. So we had it on dish. Um, I don't think they're, I don't think they're. Coming back, I think everybody's going to split off now, and that's going to be it. Yeah, oh, that's that's the that's way fine. it's it's going. Yeah, it's fine. Live sports is the only thing they're holding on to. They're dirty fucking little claws. Totally, they would but, but not let it go. Again, with Michael Jackson. Again, the reason this is so fascinating: ten years he's been dead. Mm-hmm. Now they're coming out with a doc about what he did in Neverland, which was ten years before that, because he wasn't living in Neverland when he died. No, he was renting. Uh, christian's house uh the guy the owner of ed hardy he was renting that house in okay. beverly hills that's where he ended up dying in mm-hmm. uh christian adogier Ad- right uh, who is also passed away as well um but he did seven ten split and uh he was living in that house and it was something like some crazy rent of like fifty thousand a month or something mm-hmm. like that and that's that's where he died i, I think neverland might have been closed what 10 years before that yeah because all the shit that came out right but th- this is a long time. I mean, yes. a long time. And now you're going back to this. The other, the other part of this is we have a, you know, obviously young children. Mm-hmm. We have a four-year-old who mm-hmm. likes to watch YouTube and all that stuff. And that like kids love Michael Jackson. When Michael Jackson comes on. Yep. They love 
Because there's no swearing in it, obviously. So it's like there's still a part of you as a parent where you're like, man, should they be listening to this or not? Like, what do you do? I let him listen to it. But, you know. Weird, right? It, it, for me, it feels weird. It's always weird for me when I say say things like that. And people, it's, it's definitely in the minority to be like, yeah, but, you we know. Are? Yeah. To be, really? like, to be like, yeah, but, you know. He touched kids and stuff. Well, we don't, I mean, you don't. Yeah. With that whole thing, you know, the kids' parents wanted money and, you know, there's always this like, well, you don't, we don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, so it's, it's, and it's definitely in the minority to be like, he was a fucking, you know, he was a weirdo. Like people worship him to such ends that still, but he's still getting away with it. And that's, that's how he got away with it back then. And that's what, how he's going to continue to get away with it is everyone just loves his music so much. Thought he was so revolutionary, which he was at the time, I guess, um, that people just will not hear it. He's, I, and I, I don't know I, what it's going to take. He's probably the greatest pop star of all time. Sure, I don't agree with that. And maybe that's why I'm able to have always... <laughs> really have a bunch of hatred, yeah. Well, have always been able to see it for what it was because I wasn't blinded by the fact that I loved him so much because I didn't. So right. if you were not a Michael Jackson fan, you were able to see all this weird shit and be like, dude, this shit is fucking weird. Right. Hello? Right. And everyone's like, he's amazing. And it's just like a cult. It's like you're the only one in the cult that's like, hey, guys, I'm going to go. It's true. Yeah, because right. this feels really weird and we're all just like cool with this, yeah. sleeping with kids <laughs> and all this. Proven sleeping with kids. And we're just saying, yeah, but the don't get me started. The fascinating part to me about what's going on in today's world is with, with these documentaries now, you're digging up stories that people have forgotten. Yeah. And now people are fired up. And that's well, you, you, you feel pun bad. intended, by the way, with Fire Festival. Sure. Um, that episode we did about Fire Fest blew up. Everybody started watching that, that documentary. Yeah. I'm not saying it was obviously totally because of us. No, um, people were loving it. People anyway, were loving yeah. it at, at, at the time when we did the show and, I, and we loved it. And I talked about the guy who was prepared mm-hmm. to suck dick. He's the best. Um, but like people, there's a new hatred for Ja Rule mm-hmm. that is going on that's super fucking deep right now. And that lady... The, the woman who got, you know, used her life savings of $50,000 to help feed these people and all this shit at that concert. She, there's a GoFundMe that raised 142 grand. She got all the money mm-hmm. and is paid back. And it was, you know, this was a few years ago. The R. Kelly doc is out now mm-hmm. where people. Police are going to his house now, raiding yeah. his house now. And they, they weren't like this story was dead for years where it was just like, all right. R. Kelly was just living out in the world somewhere, just being fucking R. Kelly, and nobody With said shit. videos of him peeing on kids. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that we all knew about. And I think part of it may be that we feel bad, right? Because you go, you go back to that time, and you think about the way that you thought of it. Like, I definitely I have vivid memories of being like, yeah, but... I mean, what was it really? Like, it was sort of a blip in the... You know what did it for me? I'll tell you exactly what did it for me on the R. Kelly thing was the, the Chappelle sketch. Yes. When he talked about uh, pissing all over. To me, when you add humor to something, then you kind of treat it like a joke. Yeah. L- much like that, there was a... Fuck that Tammy Faye Baker doc and the Jim Baker doc um, last night 
where SNL did so many sketches of that, them crying and all of this shit, it almost made them like sympathetic comedic figures because you were like, or ah. it just made it not a big deal. And maybe that's yeah. the Michael Jackson thing too, where there were so many people joking about it and kind of his, you know, if you did remember, impersonations, remember it was always him with the kid. Remember when like, SNL was good with Amy Poehler? Mm-hmm. She played Michael Jackson hiding yeah. up in that tree. Yeah. Hey, it's Michael Jackson. Right. And like, to, you know, and kind of poking fun at the kid oh, yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that definitely diffuses it. And it, I think as a, you know, as a nation, as a people, we kind of feel bad. We feel bad because things have changed so much. And there are some bad things that have happened with me too, whatever. But we've changed so much that you think, holy shit. Like we really just did not look into anything that we didn't want to know about, yeah, right? yeah. We kind of joked, like nervously laughed it off. <laughs> <laughs> you just, they just now. The now the, the biggest thing is is who we can take down. Who's the biggest person we can take down? Is all ever like you know? Les Moonves, I thought was untouchable. I would have said that guy. I would have said Weinstein was but untouchable. But that wasn't any like Moonves wasn't anyone that I knew of in any way that I let go. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's, that's the biggest thing now that's starting to creep into our minds is like, we knew about it. We let it go. So it's the thing with the Harvey Weinstein, with the um, Kevin Spacey a little bit, but I didn't know it was like young boys. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing. Uh, Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, where you go like, I knew about it. And so that feeling that you have of like, I knew about it and I kind of just, Meh. Yeah. That feels bad. And that's what we're kind of revisiting that is kind of, is freaking me out a little bit. But I will, I'm happy to say that I've always condemned Michael. Michael I Jackson. looked at the Michael Jackson thing as this. These parents were taking their kids up to the house for sleepovers and just leaving them. That always felt weird to me. And I, I just. Not weird enough. I, I, I put it on the parents. I, I did at the time. I, I always kind of put it on the parents where I was just like. To, as well. Where it's just like, man, why did you take. Because you wanted to be famous or you wanted to be. Like, I don't understand why you took your fucking kids up there. Because they loved him so much. Because people liked him so much. That they just trusted him. And they just went along with whatever he said. That's weird to me. And it's cult like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> There's a documentary on Netflix called Abducted in Plain Sight. You will never yell at a documentary more. You will never be more frustrated at a documentary as far as that kind of thing. Okay. You do put it on the parents and you just see them over and over like you're screaming. It's almost like telling, you know, someone in a horror film telling them like, don't go in the door. Right. So that's what you're doing with this documentary. It's not great. It's not a feel good. But maybe check it out and right. tell me what you think because it is so frustrating. I've never been more frustrated. Me, I have no problem with confrontation or talking to people. Like if I see somebody weird around the area, i like, hey, what the fuck is your deal? I think now there was always this thing in like the 70s where it's like we didn't have, you know, you knew the pedophile, right? Right. It, and you kind of let him be the pedophile, right? You just didn't go to that house. And it's kind of like a bit that a lot of people do, but... Back then, it was like, oh, the, pe- the, the pedo house. You know what I mean? Yeah. There wasn't people that were super charming in your community, like coaches, things that like, 
it just seemed like everybody was a child molester at one point. Ah. Uh, Do you know? N- now. Oh, now to you. Now. Gotcha. Whereas before, and so that's, that's why the parents were able to be duped so much is because if they weren't the pedophile down the street, you just thought, oh, he's just a normal person. There's no way that he could. We know better now. Right. Right? Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We, we are skeptical of anyone that wants to spend time with children. Anyone. Yeah. Right? Oh, of course. Are you course. like, someone wants to be a teacher, you're like, mm, but why? Right? <laughs> Back then, they didn't. And that's kind of the, that's, that's kind of the joke of like why so many people, you, it feels like everyone got molested, right? Everyone has a molested story. <laughs> because I don't. I don't either. But I also didn't like grow up in the 70s. But... <laughs> You know, yeah. where we just like let the kids roam and, oh, this guy wants to watch the kids. Cool. I know him. He I goes him. to my church. Great van. Yes. It's a really nice van. Great van. Comfy in the back. <laughs> kind of thing. So uh, now we're definitely, I'm, I'm sure the rates have gone way down because we're all very, very skeptical of anyone that wants to spend time alone with kids. Okay. So All right. I don't know why I'm talking about that. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Anyways. Michael Jackson, uh, which is a great way to end the show, James. Um, play that Weezer song if you can find it. Oh, God, how perfect. Fucking no scrubs, scrubs. No Scrubs by TLC cover. Can't wait. If you can get through it on the drive, wherever you are, to and fro work, wherever you're listening to this, good on you. Yeah, I'm just You're gonna throw it. A better man than I. For Jesse Wiseman, aka the Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is the revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. A scrub is a guy that thinks he's fly and is also known as a buster. Always talking about what he wants and just sits on his broke ass. So no, I don't want your number. No. Side of his best friend's ride Trying to holler at me I don't want no scrub A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me Hanging up the passenger side Of his best friend's ride Trying to holler at me He's checking me But his game is kinda weak And I know that he cannot approach me Cause I'm looking like class And he's looking like trash Can't get with a deadbeat ass So no, I don't want your number No, I don't wanna give you Of his best friend's ride Trying to holler at me I don't want no scrub A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me Hanging up the passenger side Of his best friend's ride Trying to holler at me If you the car then you're walking Oh yes son, I'm talking to you If you live at home with your mama Oh yes son, I'm talking to you If you have a shorty but you don't show no Oh yes son, I'm talking to you